Yeah. <sighs> um, we're back. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow. Wow. I'm stressed. Oh. Fully, fully stressed. Like, uh, welcome I'm back. Stressed. Yeah. Let's. Hey. How you doing? <laughs> welcome back, everyone. To Yet another episode of the Brothers Alliance. The Brothers Alliance. Yes, where the A is uh-huh. not okay. It's not. <laughs> it, it, it is. It. Uh, we gonna get into it. Yeah. Is. Uh, I'm Vaughn still, and I'm Jamel still, <laughs> and we are of. Uh, we we have a lot to uncover and unpack, um, and not a lot at the same time, right? Like on a from a from a bullet point standpoint of recapping, it's like okay, great. It, I mean, that's and this is how it goes when we get this far down. But from an emotional standpoint, I have a lot that I need to unpack, uh, including, and I'm gonna just get it out the way now, even though she got it personally. Uh-huh. Including an apology to my mother. Um, but again, we're going to get into it. <laughs> Your Jackie needed an apology. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Okay. So we are very, very close to the end. Finale night is literally, um, spoiler alert, going to be the next episode. Um, and we're down to our final four. We've just said goodbye in a double to um, one of the best to ever do it, uh, Tiffany, and another really strong competitor that I hope we see again in some other capacity, uh, Chada. Mm -hmm. And we have to kind of, we also have to come to terms with the fact that Aza was the one who sealed Chada's fate. We have. I mean, we don't have to, but I, uh, I, I guess. Um, but it looks like Oz's reasoning for really going after Hannah is for whatever reason, she feels like her like best shot at getting to the final three uh, was with Big D and Xavier. Which... Uh, Only half makes sense. Yeah, but... Um, if she felt that that was the case, then I'm curious as to why she did put Xavier up next to Hannah as opposed to putting up Kylan. But then I guess there was some sort of like kind of a deal made where since Kylan didn't put Oz up, then Oz wasn't going to put Kylan up at least for his one time. I don't know if that was actually true or not. But. Yeah. But it's like you're gonna you're gonna have to break some something get based on who who's left in the house. Mm-hmm. You're HOH. You're close with Big D. You think you need X to to go to the end, and you have this thing with Kylan, like this honor you know deal whatever. So yes, somebody's gonna be upset in that mix. And I guess Xavier does have to be the one to, I guess, take the brunt of that. I guess. But yeah, then Kylan ended up taking Xavier off when Kylan won the veto, which left Hannah and Big D on the block. 
And then we actually get to see a little bit of that back and forth between Kyle and, and Xavier deciding, okay, who should they actually send home? Because they were considering keeping Hannah. But mm-hmm. it turns out that it was really Xavier who really sort of like pulled the trigger because he wanted to have sort of Kylan's full loyalty to him as opposed to Kylan's loyalty between him and Hannah. Which I get, and especially with the with the concerns of, or the thought of like Kylan and Kylan, Tiffany, and Chada being a, a, a trio, mm-hmm. like having a final three, if Xavier sniffed any of that out, knowing that they had just gotten rid of Tiffany, yeah, you might as well nip the rest of it in the bud as well. I mean, the only sniffing going around is Kylan, but we get into it. <sighs> yes, we will. And we not, will. and it won't be long. It won't. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's really interesting to see sort of like everyone's loyalty and everything, right? Because now with Hannah gone, yet Kylan does reveal that, yeah, his primary final two is with Xavier. But funny enough, <laughs> Xavier's primary final two is with Big D. Which makes sense. It does make sense because Big D ain't winning. No. It's, I, I think we did a little bit of the breakdown already, but. I don't think at this point on the other side of on the other side of that double the double double evictions mm-hmm. um I don't see a way out for Big D. L- literally the only way out would be him somehow winning that final HOH and then getting rid like, of he would have to beast that final HOH. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like he needs to win the first and third. Like he can't just win second and third. I think he needs to win the first comp and then also the third comp. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also depending on yeah, who's who's there with him. Because if it's like a situation where it's like, oh, like all the guys there and Big D somehow wins, I feel like even though he gets rid of one big player, he still has to go against the other big player and that person might still win. Oh, true. It's a mess. A whole mess. But let's try to clean it up. Clean up. Bit. <laughs> yeah. We're going to try to. But let's start with the head of household competition. Mm-hmm. So this was the uh, BB Crime Lab, which I, I personally enjoy c- competition like this, where it's like sort of split off into like multiple rooms and you're trying to like find differences and things that look similar. And I, I don't know. And just enjoy stuff like that. Yeah, I I thought it was really cool to see that. So because you you have to you know use this black light to find these different pieces of evidence and match. You know, it was like what I think 15, 12 or fifteen different versions of the same sort of like either fingerprint or uh, uh, tire track or whatever. And it was so tricky to me because the differences for a lot of it were so specific and minute, very minute. I was like, this is the kind of attention to detail I would enjoy. I am, I'm enjoying as I watch it. But if I was competing in this, it would really frustrate me. Oh, yeah. And the room is huge. So, like, search for the, using this little tiny black light to put to all the surface area. So that's going to take up a lot of time on its own. Just mm-hmm. even find the pieces that you need. Um, but, yeah, 
you buzz in as soon as you put in all the correct evidence and fastest time wins. Mm-hmm. And I mean, no surprise here, at least to me, Xavier took it home. There was this man is this man is a lawyer. I'm just gonna start there. Right. <laughs> well, there, there we have it. Mm-hmm. Xavier but- is a lawyer and putting pieces together and being very detail oriented just comes with his daily life, I feel. So Which would also apply for a bartender question mark i don't know which is what everybody in the house thinks he is i mean that's fair i I don't know that he ever has to explain or cover like some of his behavior well aside from the fact that they did big d was like they call him out weeks ago and was like i think xavier's a lawyer Right, right. Oh my god, I forgot that happened. <laughs> that seemed to have blown over, but yeah, I mean, I wasn't surprised either to see that he won. I thought, um, because he's also such a, a beast, I thought Kylan was going to be a bit closer to Xavier's time, but he wasn't. Mm-mm. But Listen, these episodes were honestly flying. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if it was just me, but they're like, okay, go, 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 go. It's time to wrap this thing up. Right. Because now Xavier is really considering, like, between Big D, Aza, and Kylan, who really should go. And he, pretty much without, like, hesitation, makes Kai his target. Yeah. Which, I mean, look, you got to do what you can to get yourself the easiest route to that final two. And that's it. That's the mindset. Because for me, it, when I get to this point of the game, when I'm when I get to those final two chairs, I care the most. The only thing I care about, really, is winning the money. Period. I don't care about having winning the ego of knowing I beat so-and-so over, like, you know, I got the money over somebody else. Like, I just need to win. Like, what is that? I, I I never understood, like, well, you know, to to be the best, you got to beat the best. And, you know, send next to him in the final two, that's the only way you can do it. I'm like, no. No, you get rid of the best in week three. Like, you can literally <laughs> evict them so you don't have to deal with them later on. What? <laughs> <laughs> you already beat them by then. What? <laughs> Because I guess maybe it's because then it feels earned or more earned. But if you've been doing, if you've been playing the game the entire time, then I don't think you have to feel like you're necessarily earning that money because you're in the final two chairs. And you've been in the house the whole time. Right. That was you earning it. Right. So, yeah, Xavier is like, look, I'm trying to win. And that's just it. Not the personal, strictly business. So with that business being said, he puts up Aza and Kai. And really, when it's the Final Four, nominations don't really matter because it's all about the veto. Because only one person can vote. Just one. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's that veto holder. and, and 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 I do at least appreciate the fact that everybody understood that. And I think it's taken Big Brother, like I think, 
a couple of years for that all that to really come together the fact that like whereas most of the rhetoric is people being oh i can't believe so and so put me up or i'm so devastated about being put up at this point in this season and in big brother's longevity everybody understands it does not matter who gets put up it matters who wins that veto right Um, but i do think it was even though it's not like the most important move for Xavier, but uh, him putting Aza up so that she doesn't have that record or hold over everyone else. Yeah, take it off her resume. Yeah, so I think that because he easily could have just kept her off if he wanted to. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't have really made a difference. But he was like, "Mm, okay, we're going to knock that off of you real quick. Unless (laughs) the shadiest thing would have been if he kept if he did nominate say big d and kai and kept Oz off the block again knowing that it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. and then got rid of Oza the next week anyway and added that to his resume like i didn't i waited just to evict you anyway like it didn't matter your perfect right. record didn't help you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know she she's one of like like not that many people to have made it that far without touching the block like at all like, they, like, very few people have done it. Mm-hmm. I want to say maybe, like, five or six people. That most. That tracks. So. And then, I mean, of those people, because I, I can't, I can only think of one person I know that, that, that's, that was true for, maybe a couple, but how many of those people were, like, also, no shade, strong competitors? Uh... One. So I, I know. So I know Derek for sure. Right. That's the and one I'm thinking of. I'm pretty sure. Uh. I want. I want to say Mike Bucky never touched the block. Okay. And stars, I'm not. I'm not confident in that one. Uh, and then, uh, Jason and Danielle in Big Brother 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe one other person, but yeah. Interesting. So, so in terms of, like, competition, I would say, like, at least half of them were, like, decent competitors. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that that's the other piece to it because that that part that thing being a part of your resume is only cool if you're a threat or like if you know you were if you can speak to how strong of a player you were to avoid the block versus people not being worried about you, which is well, why you never got true. But that's there's like competitions versus like social because right. even people weren't worried about like our favorite example Victoria. Like, she True. was still put up, like, however many times. Right. That's fair. So, so, so some, she's doing something with her social game right, whatever that may be. But I, if she were to make it to that final two, she would definitely have to, like, speak on that. Oh, strongly. Yeah. But, but as we said, it doesn't really. It's good that he took that away from her from a strategic, like talking points standpoint. Mm-hmm. But um, 
it doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, it's just going to, it's going to come down to this veto. Yeah. And, you know, we're at the point where Aza, with it being her first time on the block, she does realize that it's funny how this is like the only time that she's like really felt nervous about like going home. Um, And she kind of takes a moment to like figure out, well, did I just get played? <laughs> Which yeah, you did. But um we do see a moment where she literally goes to Big D and is like, So just just tell me straight up, like, do you have a final three with the guys? And Big D is like, No, but yes, but no, but yes, but mainly no. I just have a final two with both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Which is technically different from having a final three. Nah, whatever. Nah. Okay. okay. Nah. nah. I'm just saying, if 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 I had a final two with you, and I had a final two with our lovely special guest Nakia, which shout out again to you, Miss Nakia. Hey, so who do you, so um, who would you want in the final three? Who what? Who would you want in that final three? Okay, Both, let's like, we have final twos with exactly. Yep. Right. Okay. <laughs> but that doesn't necessarily mean that we have a final three. It just means I have two final twos. We don't have anything. I have two final twos. And I can't believe I'm defending Big D right now. <laughs> I can't believe either. So, so you're telling so you tell you're telling me that your right. your two your two people that you want to have final twos with is locked. So no matter yes. what you see, there's no room for me. Yeah. Also, yes. Exactly. Okay, then. All right. But according to... This is the lawyer in me that never went to law school or got a degree. Okay. Uh, so the, <laughs> the bartender in me um, can distinguish the difference between having two final twos uh, <laughs> and having one final three. I'm not saying it's right or that it's okay, but we're gonna work this out anyway. And by we, I mean not you, because you're not even my final twos. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Aza, it she she's aware. She knows basically where she really stands. Mm-hmm. But if she don't win this veto, she's likely going home. She's on her own. And it's a day late and a dollar short. It is. But you, you, you know what the thing is, too? It's like... Because I, I feel like even though, like... Even if she were to, like, let's say... Actually... I was thinking about, like, a scenario where it's, like, Aza with two of the guys versus with Tiffany and Hannah. Where, honestly, I feel like in either scenario, she would she would be third. You know? Yes. So it's like, which one are you willing to sort of risk more? Right. I mean, either way you slice it, looking at the the cookout as a whole, Aza and Big D were always at the bottom of that totem pole in terms of power and threat level. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, in this case, has served them because they are now Final Four. Mm -hmm. I think they're here because the other two threats... Um, were gotten rid of, but yeah, it's 
it's tricky and i i felt this is weird to say i felt offended that Bye. the whole situation and we're we're about to get into a lot of it because anytime we saw this this week and we've seen it in some weeks prior anytime big d gets a little taste of some power or some you know what i mean some authority mm-hmm. it's too much it's like now you all big and bad and you you know talking this and that yeah that chest puff up real quick right and then same in a similar way with aza it's like oh now you want to see all of this other stuff where where have you been We've been playing Big Brother for eleven weeks now. Mm-hmm. Where have you been? That now this stuff is you're starting to wake up to it. Mm-hmm. Like we even see this moment between Big D and Kylan, right? Where Big D's just trying to like cover his bases, right? Like make sure like his final two with uh, Kylan is good. And you know I get it because Kylan be talking a certain way where it's like you you not you not answering the question. Just answer the question. Mm-hmm. Why can't you just tell me yes or no? Why 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 it gotta be a story? Why it gotta be a, a whole narrative? And it's he's weaving that web so that he has a, a he has an escape plan through it. Like, you know what I mean? He's like he he wants to be able to, if that's if this conversation ever comes up again, I can say, no, 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 I said blah 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 as his like way out of whatever because yeah that should be a clear-cut thing like you're saying of okay i if i if we have a final two together and i come to you just making sure we're solid checking in and you're like we'll see what hmm (laughs) which to yes to be fair quote unquote we'll see doesn't mean no we're not solid but you not saying we're solid means no we're not solid aka i can literally vote you out right now (laughs) i'm not even nominated right now which is where big d's chest really puffed up it's like yeah you're not telling me what i want to hear so what's really good i don't get it and i'm I'm like kylan you really think that big d has only made a final two with you so why can't you just say yes? Yeah. Just let it go. Keep it pushing. It's Big Brother. Like, just lie? I don't know. <laughs> L- lie keep it moving. Yeah. I just want to make sure we're good. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. As if you're not being lied to yourself. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? We will get into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, can, can we talk about some what so so there's there's the segment where we see uh xavier basically discussing how like you know as things start to dwindle down you start to oh you start to notice some things more yes because you're seeing the same small group of people now over and over again. And you start noticing their habits. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Kyland has this very um, interesting need to deep sniff almost everything. And it's, yeah, I, f- I feel like 
there has to be another word for this. There has to, like, like yeah, like like a, a a dictionary term. Yes, because this is, and there's probably a clinical term for it as well. Because it was unsettling to watch. I I honestly mentally blocked it out because we saw him. What really got me in because we saw him do it with a lot of different things, including food. Which nah, mm-mm. and like Xavier even was like. This man fed me, and now I, I'm like disgusted. <laughs> and I I get that. And but my my thing is, I understand maybe like having your sense of smell be like a primary sense, or you know, in a way, it was like okay, I always gotta like smell smell something and like check it or whatever. But like if I, especially if I'm like serving other people from that same nose, thing, yeah, I'm like. Cause he he had done it specifically with those tortillas. Like he had a stack of tortillas. He was sniffing. Like like every single tortilla he pulled out, every single one. What? No. To like smell it to make sure it's good. And yeah, it's strange. And we're just gonna leave it at that because I can't do it no more. Yeah, my stomach's actually turning. Um. Yeah. What we do see from this moment, um, which it's funny because like this whole narrative is building at this point. <laughs> that like, and I think the editors knew that. I know the editors knew that what they were doing, but we go from seeing Kylan deep sniffing Xavier talking about that to Xavier starting to plant these little seeds in Big D's head, which have already been planted. So I guess just watering these seeds about getting like being ready to to send Kylan home or making that a good idea. And I really, from a, a game gameplay standpoint, I appreciated how Xavier did it. It was, it was, a, he was a mastermind at it. He does this. Yeah. Like it's, it's kind of scary. <laughs> a little bit. Like he's like, okay, I need to do the, like Kylan needs to be the target this week and he needs to go home and it needs to be big D's idea. Even right. though it was my idea, but you know, because right. I do believe, even though Big D seemingly on his own was like having some like was feeling uncertain about Kylan, I think an argument could be made that Xavier could have easily like sent that sway towards Aza, mm-hmm. and Big D might have been more reluctant to it, but he could have been convinced to make sure Aza was the one that went home, right. But, I mean, it did seem like Big D was sort of, like, loyal to having the guys as his final three. Mm-hmm. Well, cause, well duh, because he already told it to Aza. But now, after talking with Xavier, his true final two, about potentially, like, getting Kylan out, now Big D really isn't so sure how he would have to vote if it come da- came down to it. Right. So, and he was even upfront with Aza about that, too. It was like... I mean, listen, while I have my two final twos, um, my mind is made up. So we just got to see how the the week goes, you know? Yeah. Which brings us into uh, the veto. Because this is really what, this is the most important veto of the entire, Mm -hmm. the entire season. Mm -hmm. And this is a... A staple of beetle competition 
uh, which is basically, <laughs> do you remember stuff? What day did it happen on? <laughs> mm-hmm. So literally, there uh, for this version of it, uh, each contestant or each house guest is on a seesaw, and at the end of the seesaw is sort of like this, uh, like a spatula paddle type situation, um, where you have to uh, take these numbered balls in different uh, sizes. Mm-hmm. one at a time and place it at the end of the seesaw uh, in order to uh, match the the day number to the event that is announced. So, for example, it's like if you, for the first one, they had to uh, remember the day that they uh, played Ota, basically, right. which is day 39. So there's a couple of balls with a 10 on them, a couple with fives, a couple with threes and ones, things like that. All in varying sizes. So one at a time, take each ball, place it at the end, but go carefully to make sure that the balls don't fall out of the end. Because I get, like, nervous every time that <laughs> that paddle just plopped. Mm-hmm. And the balls would wiggle around even a little bit. Right. Because if one ball falls out, they have to start all the way over in the very beginning. And the thing that really gets me, it annoys me about this game or this comp is that you only get two tens. Right. <laughs> like this, that first one being on day 39, it's not like I could get three tens, a five, and some ones. Like I only have two tens and the rest have to be made up by fives. So rest knowing like, that, like, like two tens and like, Four, four, five, no, wait, hold on. Why, why can't I math right now? Three fives and a three and a one. Something like that. Yeah. And whoever is the the last to get a crack or the last one to finish, they get an X. And once you get two Xs, you're out. Right. Two strikes and you're out this time. Mm-hmm. And who ends up winning? Xavier. Which I'm proud, happy for him. One thing that shocked me a little bit about it is that he he's just building the resume at this point. Um because and I say that because we know, and I think people, you know, even in the, in the ju- during jury, we saw them kind of put it together that, like, oh, Xavier has probably been throwing, like, everything. Like, he only wa- was winning when he absolutely needed to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, better to be a perceived threat than a confirmed one, I guess. But in this case, it really shocked me that, like, based on how everything was going, Kylan was actually the first one out, and then Ozza was out, and so it was down to... Xavier and Big D, right? Mm-hmm. And so at that point, it, and it probably would have been obvious if like Xavier had no strikes and then you know suddenly had two in a row, but what he, I think he would have been in a better, in a safer position to just let Big D get that win because it's not like he can pull anybody down. 
he just right. can't Kyle, ar- Kyle already lost. So right. hmm. Kyle already lost. Aza already lost. So the two the two nominees are already out. Only one person can win the veto. So why not just let the, the one person who can't take anybody down get the win and get the blood on their hands, so to speak? Well, I mean, he already got enough blood. What's a little bit more? True. Especially if it's going to build the resume. Right. <laughs> but that that was my 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 only thing about Xavier winning that comp. I was like, ah, like I'm gra- I'm so glad you're building such a strong case. Mm-hmm. But also knowing that Kylan's your target, I just you know would be maybe slightly a little bit more concerned about jury management. And I don't even necessarily think that he needs to, but. I would want a perfect record in terms of like, I don't want to have, I don't want to know I've got five. I want to know I've got nine. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Or as close to, obviously. Right. But now with Xavier having all the power at this point, you know, people are starting to like, the, the paranoia is coming in. It's coming in hot. Mm-hmm. Now, Xavier is going to be the one choosing, basically, who gets to make that soul vote to evict somebody. Mm-hmm. And Kylan, because <laughs> you know that's his that's his final two, that's his dude, right? Uh, Kylan's paranoia is starting to really sink in at this point. Because there was a, a point where Xavier basically comes up to Kylan and is like, hey, I'm just like telling everybody, like, we're going to wait till tomorrow to like do like Beatle talk or anything like that. Which to Kylan felt as if, why would you feel the need to tell me that if we're supposed to be working together? Usually people, you'd say that's people who you aren't really working with or trying to get rid of. Right. So what's going on? Which I understand. Yes. But the way that Kylan handles his paranoia in this moment. Less than um, stellar. Yeah. <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Xavier's doing what he can to so sort of like calm down, make sure that they're good, just so that the conversation can be over and done with. Knowing good God and well, he's trying to get rid of this man. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, and this is what I wanted him to be able to avoid by not winning the veto. But that's fair. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Because it's like there's no point in talking to Big D about any of this because Big D can't save you. Big D only saved himself. Right, 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 right. Mm, yeah, look at you. <laughs> strategy here. Well, that's what uh, I've given myself that title, even though I don't know if that I've necessarily earned it. But, you know, I've always, and I, I honestly haven't, I don't think I've given you as many props this season. But if any folks are listening and y'all have been with us since like our first season of like this podcast, don't do this. No. I always refer to Jamel as our resident BB historian. 
And I like, I wanted a title as well. So I've been uh, calling myself to myself, RBB strategist. Uh, but I don't know that I necessarily have earned that title as much as you've earned the BB historian title. Maybe next season. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But, um, you know, Big D is pretty much assuming, like, at this point, like, he's going to be the one that has to make that sole vote to either Vic Oz or Kylan. hmm And it's very interesting <laughs> to sort of see this play out between... Big D, Xavier, and Aza. Right. <laughs> Big D is upfront about not being sure if he's going to pick Aza or Kylan to Aza's face while Xavier is right there. Which, you know, I think there's something to be said about how open and like what, what your honesty can afford you. Because if, if you're not honest with people about like where your head's at, leading up to this moment, this moment doesn't get to exist at all. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of, yeah. in in a way that really only Big D from this season could do, mm-hmm. like he has pulled off and managed a way to tell his final two and one of his, you know, rider dies from very early on, like, hey, I don't know what I'm about to do. And I know one of you, you're telling me on one hand, uh, you, Xavier, are telling me you want me to do this one thing. And you, Aza, also want me to do this one thing, but I don't know what's best for my game. And that would hurt both of your games if I don't do what both of you are agreeing on. But I'm feeling, you know, big enough, bad enough, and open enough to share it with you. Share this moment with you. Right. Enough to the point where Aza's like, listen, if you don't want to be the one to do it, I can do it. I will get rid of that man. No problem. (laughs) Which I cackled. Me too. <laughs> Honestly, the best moment that she has given us all season. <laughs> it's like, okay, and to that point, to that point, I literally said to my screen, because I'm talking to my TV these days, yep. I literally said to my screen, well, look who came and woke up and started to play Big Brother. Hi, Aza. She realized she messed up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I let him go once. It ain't happening again. So, if I'm, <laughs> listen, you save me, I'm doing what needs to be done. And I'm just like, Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Xavier, you got 50% here and you got 100% right here. Who's going to do it? I'm just saying, if you try and get this man out, then what you going to (laughs) do? What you going to do? So Xavier got to consider, like, you know, he know Big D being real wishy-washy right now. Mm -hmm. Does he trust Big D enough to do what needs to be done? And did they use the? Did they use the phrase "smelling yourself"? I can, I'm trying to remember. What? Did not use that phrase. I, I guess I wasn't that tuned in to hear that because I. We okay. Since the cookout has been the only people left in the house, and Big oh. Brother is somehow still airing on uh, CBS and not BET. I, it, it's just, it's a black show now. And I love that. Um, and there's, there are only choice moments where we have to, where we get to look at um, non-black people during the show. Anyway, point being, I feel like somebody talked about how Big D was smelling himself. Uh, you know what? Met, was was it was it Big D smelling himself or 
Kylan not smelling this this blindside or oh. something like that. Oh, well, that's not it, even say that's it, a general question because it, it really could have been. <laughs> I don't know, it, and I love that for us. I really do. Truly, uh, <laughs> uh, and th- but speaking of smelling themselves, <laughs> what Big D? Uh huh. Talking to Ozza saying he carried her. F that. No. Mm-mm. No. What? Did, so there was this um this uh this post on Twitter. It was saying uh <laughs> uh Big D and Ozza arguing over who was more useless in this game. <laughs> and it's a, a Spider Man meme, a Spider Man Fortnite. So. Yes. <laughs> that is the one thing I will give Big D is that he he from a social standpoint has been present the entire time. Yes. And also present as it appears in the episodes. Be- and I say that because I feel like I have seen quite a few like random moments on live feeds mm-hmm. where like I see Aza connecting with people individually. They're just not shown as often because she's not a big personality such as a big D. True. Like, you you know... Why would Aza let Alyssa try on her dress if she didn't have any sort of relationship with her? I'm just saying. That's true. That okay. Fair. And, and while because it, it seemed like out the blue, you know, mm-hmm. like for her for her to be doing that, I was like, okay, well, they must have some sort of like a close relationship for that to even be <laughs> a topic of conversation. <laughs> trying mm-hmm. on black woman's clothes, what? Um, right. And you and know what? Moments yeah. with Aza and Baby D. There are quite a few where they have like <laughs> there is like this life feed clip of them basically they're playing basically playing chess, but like while they're playing chess, throwing out random sexual innuendos to each other. What? Exactly. So like so stuff like that where it's like a relationship had to have developed at some point. It's just that it's not being shown as often. True. Because I could, I could see, and I get this sense of, from her in the first place that Aza is a good person, and Big D is good TV. Agree. Um, not saying that Big D is not a good person necessarily, but no. But when it comes to what's going to drive more ratings. Seeing like Oz's just seems so sweet and so kind, especially with how we saw her on the live on um on TV on like during the episodes, how she interacted, especially how protective she was of like Britney Britney. and everything else. Like it's very clear, and even in the way there's so I grew up in the church, like (laughs) and like we we see each other so clearly and Aza like did as well. Like I can tell just by how she speaks that, that like that was her upbringing. And so I, I, I get that. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, so Big D saying that he he carried her. Sir, carry yourself with these zero wins. Right. Your your load is looking real light. (laughs) (laughs) Um, let's let's go on to um the good old jury segment. Oh, this has the potential to be big time cringe. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Big time cringe. This is going to be the first time after everyone has figured everything out that uh, cookout members are going to be in the jury house. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad they don't have to be there alone. Right, going by themselves. <laughs> right. Could you imagine having to spend a whole week being like, hey, um, yeah, all the black people decided to work together and I'm the only black person here, so... Hey. Here we go again. Me, one black person representing all of us. Shoot, like <laughs> I know, I know. Tiffany was by herself. She would be tired. tired. But I think what would have what would have lessened the load there was knowing that like she had already had that connection with at the very least Claire, and her and Claire like kind of made peace with what what that move was going to be. Mm-hmm. I think that that would have been a lot smoother. Thank goodness she, you know, Hannah came in right behind her. But um, I'm going to ask you a question that might be a little controversial. Go ahead. How, <laughs> how genuine and real do you think everyone's reaction is to this whole like, oh, I see what you all did and I get the movement and like it sucks. You know that we're out the game, but I I understand. It feels, I mean, the the weeks leading up as people were starting, like like DX and Brittany were putting all that stuff together. Leading up to it, it felt like okay, like that's fine. But then when it was for sure just the cookout in the house, I was like, okay, this feels a little like forced. And then especially by the time. And maybe I'm just getting tired of hearing it. But by the time Tiffany and Chada hit the jury, it just felt like everybody had totally made peace with it. And like from a social justice standpoint, and I don't know if I'm just like expecting more drama from reality TV of like, I want, I just, I think it doesn't feel as real for people to know that they missed out on $750,000 because the black people decided to work together, knowing how generally speaking people in the world and America especially feel about black people. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I'm like, the the law of averages states that more of y'all should be upset about this moment than y'all are showing. <laughs> so I think the the big thing is, is that, okay, so we basically, we saw them have that realization that, okay, it's all the Black people left, right? And already with Claire coming in with that information in regards to her conversation with Tiffany. Mm -hmm. And then the fact that, you know, they really didn't have cameras rolling for a whole week so they could just be in their films with one another and talk it all out. I want to say that it felt genuine from most people. Right. Again, I'm always gonna have a little mm, for Sarah Beth, but right. I'm 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 not gonna knock her because she could still be upset over 
whatever. Um, the stuff that Kylan did, she was saying. Yeah. So it, it could be like, like, yeah, like it's cool and all that, but why he got to be there kind of a thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I get the movement. He don't have to be a part of it, though. Right. So <laughs> I, I, I would I would say it, it felt genuine. And it's like when you think about the people who were in it, right, I would say like most of them were like at least someone connected to, to two black people. At yeah. least, you know. So it's like Brittany had Oz and Big D. Right. And uh who who went next? Sarah Beth had well, Sarah Beth had Kylan and Xavier. Even mm-hmm. though she knew she wasn't really on top of Xavier's sort of priority list. She still kinda had right. it. Uh who who went next? Derek had Tiffany and Hannah. Right. At the very least. Claire had Tiffany and Hannah at the very least. Right. <laughs> Alyssa had uh Xavier. And kind of Big D as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so... And then at least from what you were saying just a moment ago, off screen, she must have had uh, Aza as well. Right. Right, right, right. So... Well, okay. I, 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 would say, I would definitely say majority of reactions to, at least when Tiffany Hannah came in to explain everything, were more genuine than not. Yeah. It also, it was nice to see Tiffany again, because it's weird to not see her in the in the house. <laughs> oh, yeah, I hate it. Um, and I, I really do hope, you know, that we get to see more of her. Because she, they, they all say, you know, like, y'all, like, the cookout made history. And, like, this was, what y'all did was so monumental but I really do need her to get her flowers for her, the part she played in that she gave out all the parts that they were going to play um, for that plan to happen. So you've you, you been casting your votes in, is what I'm hearing. Well. For Tiffany to get this America's Serving House guest and get that 50K. I'm just saying. Because it doubled up. It doubled up this year. Mm, mm. And I sure cast my vote when I woke up because my body wouldn't let me fall back asleep. At five o'clock in the morning, I sure did. Oh, yours too. Mm-hmm. But that's another conversation for another day. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, there we have it. Uh, we are now going straight into the veto ceremony and eviction. Mm-hmm. Because no need for those to be separate. Right. Um. Can Can I tell you something real quick before we say what happened? Please. I was nervous the entire time because I I, I don't want Asa to go. Okay, I, I did not want Asa to mm-hmm. go. The moment that this particular episode started, and I already see her in what she called the dress she was planning to wear for the finale, mm-hmm. aka the dress that Alyssa tried on but couldn't fit. I already got nervous. Yeah, because I was like, "Oh, she she knows she going. She knows she's about to give out it out right now." So like, ooh, on edge the entire time. Yeah, I noticed that too. I was like, "Oh no, she looks so good." And man, all these and men. Kylan doesn't, you know, by comparison. I was like, "All these men look regular, right now." Right, real regular. <laughs> so none of them worried. Okay. 
But um, we get into it. Xavier, the veto holder, makes his decision and decides that he's not going to use the veto. Which means that Big D is casting the sole vote to evict either Aza or Kylan. Mm-hmm. And Big D stands up, makes his decision, gives his reasoning, basically saying, you know, I love y'all. This is a game, though. I'm trying to win. Kylan, you gotta go. Sorry about it, Kay. Thank you so much for playing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And you would have thought that that was going to be the the most dramatic thing that happened. Hold on, but get hold on before we get into that. Okay, because this, this is my question: Was this planned with Aza to make Kylan think he was going home? I mean, that she was going home because she had a dress on. Oh. Very like, possibly. Like I, I wonder if she like she thought about that to like help Kylan think in his mind that he had this in the bag. So he was really caught off guard. Oh. Um I mean I mean I'm choosing to say yes because me equals mess. Um <laughs> Yes. So I'm 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 choosing that route. So Ozzy, yes, we love to see it. <laughs> this was also before we get into it because we usually have an Italian encounter, but we don't have it this week because we didn't need it. Um, but Big D, being that sole vote to evict, I, I don't know if he just didn't have the nerves or whatever, but he did not say I sadly to a vote. <gasps> right. He said, I cast my vote to evict. <gasps> I. No, no, no. I don't think he, he even got that far. I think he just said, um, he like gave his speech and then said, and with that, I'm going to have to evict you, Kylan. No, no, like no, 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 no. He, he, he said, said, I cast my vote to evict? Yes. I'm like a proud papa right now. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. It took, it took, this, this week, this week 11, people. Week 11. Week 11. For, for him to say words right. Mm. You love to see it. You know what we don't love to see? I don't love to see black people fighting on national television. Talk about it. Talk about (laughs) it. (laughs) Which, and especially for it to get as messy and as insidious as it did this time around. So Big D casts his vote to evict. They make their way towards the door. And then there's like grumbling and we see like Kylan kind of asking Xavier, like, so what was, so what was that? Like, what, what are you doing? Like, I don't understand. Was like, was this your plan all along? And it's like kind of chiding him and like poking at him. And Xavier's trying to keep it all above board and like, keep it brief and keep it cute. And he's like, we'll talk about it. You know, I'll, I'll explain everything after, after finale night. I'll explain it after. Really not addressing Big D at all, mind you. Right. As if Big D wasn't just the one to vote him out. Mm-hmm. By himself. <laughs> but go ahead. Right. And Xavier's trying... And Xavier is so stonewall, like, stone-faced about it that it's clear, like, okay, we're not getting anywhere with this. Like, yeah, let me just go ahead and leave. Even if, like, even in me, in my, in my passion, my heat of passion, I would... I would could still be able to read that and know, okay, I got to get out. 
but not Kylan. Like he keeps like poking at him, poking at him. Uh, Ms. Julie Chen, the Moonves says, all right, Kylan, like, please leave now. Please leave the house now. And Kylan's like, so what's all that about, you know, you know, about Kobe, um, which is both the name of our, you know, beloved basketball star and also apparently the name of Xavier's nephew. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Who he, he was saying he was playing for and like trying to make sure he won the money for. Um, and Xavier just kept repeating the phrase, I highly suggest you like keep my nephew's name out of your mouth. I highly suggest you you walk out of here right now. Like I highly suggest you like get out of my face, basically. And I thought it was gonna go to go to blows. I really did. Cause he he was saying something along the lines of like like so you're basically like you're not gonna teach your nephew how to like face up to challenges and battles. Like who's he gonna look up to? Hello? What? <laughs> the gall. The gumption. The audacity. And it was in that moment. Because the, the whole time I was like, okay, yes, Kylan is weird and he's off. Something's real off about him. But I get it. Especially like for me from the very beginning, like of, you know, what little we got from the bio and even just seeing his opening interactions with people, I was like, oh, this is me. This guy is me. This is, I identify so strongly with this person. Oh, there was that point in time, huh? There was that point in time. And then it faded away. Very, very quietly, it faded away. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I will acknowledge it that I I did have that that recognition of self in Mm -hmm. Kylan that was nowhere to be found by this moment. And so did me having my, my feelings for Kylan. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh- <laughs> Which means I need to get rid of that TikTok, by the way. Yikes. We don't, we don't need that no more. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just classless and base. Literally, I'd never heard... <laughs> Julie put so much bass in her voice. Mm-hmm. Kyle, you need to leave now. Yep. Now, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the whole mom came out of her immediately in that moment. <laughs> like, oh, man. And then you could see he was even still, like, riled up and upset, which I get. But, like, in his exit, you know, interview with Julie and... It was, it was just disgusting to watch. Frankly, I, I was over it. I was over it so fast, and I'm just like, we really came through this. Mm-hmm. Like, you said this as if you haven't been playing people yourself, right? Because now you're gonna have to turn around and talk to Sarah Beth and Tiffany and Hannah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and really everybody because they're probably going to see that video right like it's not going to stop at Big D Von Kana it's going to stop at Kyle walking out that door so people are not going they're not going to let this fly I don't think no but you know what I the silver lining through all of it 
Um, for me, this the whole silver lining is the fact that the, we get to have a mess like Kylan, and we get to have that messy moment with Kylan and not have that be the sole representation of a black man in the house. Mm-hmm. Like we get to have that variety. Like we don't, it's not just, you know, the house, there's the bad boy and the shy one and the nerd and, you know, all these different like monikers that people get. And usually all we get is the black one. Right. Or any, all, you know, all the, any, any person who is othered in some way is like, you know, the gay one or the Asian one, et cetera, and so on. Like, and we get things like, um, we, we, get, we get to have that variety, which I appreciate. So Kylan gets to be a mess and that's not the only black person that people have seen this season. Mm-hmm. That's dope. I feel like we've been saying that quite a bit. For the men mm. season, I don't know if that's just me. <laughs> no, you're right. Okay, this is <laughs> you're absolutely right. And I would, I would say that's mostly just me speaking from my experience and noticing like that difference. But I think the the women are all varied as well. Mm-hmm. And I think the, you know, the queer people in the house that, you know, we, we know of or suspect or, you know, whatever the case may be, I think that's also true there as well. Like it's, I do appreciate that we're in a space right now in the world where people get to just be themselves and not have to be the sole representation of an entire community. Right. Because I don't think I ever... Even, well, actually, yeah, even with Derek X, he's not the only Asian person in the house. Mm-hmm. So right. that's also dope. And it's good. And I hope my big wish, um, and then I'm going I'm to leave it alone. My big wish with all of this is that CBS takes a look at this and doesn't, they don't just look at this and see, Oh, look at like what happened when we let all these black people in the house. We can never do this again. I hope they continue to have a variety of people with backgrounds and not just have like the tokenism of, okay, we have a black, we have a queer, we have an Asian, we have a so on. And if somebody hits both a lot of those, you know, markers at once, then we don't need it anymore. Well, they already have that initiative, right? Where it's like 50% like minimum people of color. I is this the first time I'm hearing this? Are you serious? I thought I, I thought I read something about that. That's how this that's how this happened. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm like literally looking this up right now. <laughs> like I, I could I could have swore I read something about that. Happening. You are absolutely right. I'm looking it up. Uh, this is a deadline article from last November. CBS sets diversity targets for reality casts fifty percent. Per. And for that, I'm grateful because we get we get these moments and people don't have to just latch on to the one person. Could you imagine if somebody not that I mean, granted, it's reality TV, so people aren't just clinging on to this in a a way that they might cling on to like fictional stuff. But Mm -hmm. if the only representation of 
your experience on screen was one of these people, just one of these people. Mm-mm. There's so much that we're missing out on. No, I couldn't. <laughs> and thankfully, I don't have to. Right. But there we have it. We have our, our final three. Mm. With that said. Yes. Who is your house guest of the week? Um... Pretty sure it's obvious. Yeah, you know who it is. One, two, three. Xavier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No explanation needed. Yeah. If you need an explanation, just watch start this episode the entire, over. Watch the entire episode over. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. That's it. All right, let's just let's just real quick. Let's let's try to see if we can if we can figure this out. All right, well, b- before we do that, how crazy is it that both of our initial winners are in the final three? That is actually very insane. <laughs> like s- somehow through it all, we manage. <laughs> One of us probably has the winner. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I think I know in in seasons past we've done this either like on air with each other or um just in conversation with each other. But who do you think needs to take who in order to win? Xavier wins with anybody. Mhm. And whoever, if either of them take out Xavier and take the other one, then they win. Interesting. I I think. Well, actually, let's let's do this real quick because we already know Xavier wins no matter what. Yes. So we don't need to worry about him. But let's, I also think Big D loses no matter what. Let's see. I let's let's that's what I'm trying to like figure out. Yeah. So okay, let's let's do this. Let's go by. So if it's Oz and McD, let's go by each jury member, right? Mm-hmm. So Brittany, I feel like she would pick Oz over Big D. I agree. And so this is under the assumption that who won that final two, or does do you think that's going to matter? I think. So let let's see if there's ones where it could matter. Versus okay. ones that are definite. Yeah. So I I think with Brittany, I feel like it's definite that it's a she, definite Aza. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think in terms of like definite who Aza would have versus Big D, I feel like she would have Brittany. I feel like she would have uh Derek X. Mm-hmm. I feel like she would have the two girls of the cookout. Yes. And then with, I think, a person who would be like uh, 50-50 would be Claire. Yeah, I could see that. 
I think even though Kylan's like feeling away like right now, I feel like he would no matter what vote for Big D. Yes. Because he's got that whole competitor spirit standpoint thing. Mm-hmm. And then who else? I feel like I feel like Xavier would also vote for Big D since that was his like primary final two. And see, I think Xavier would vote for Azu. You think so? I think the only reason Xavier had a final two or has a final two with Big D is because he knows he can beat Big D. He knows nobody's going to vote for Big D. That's the guaranteed win. Hmm. And even with, you know, Oz's hat, her, you know, record, her resume being as short as it is, there are still some claims that she can cling on to. And Xavier's trying to find the clearest win. Right. And I think that's the only reason he's picked Big D. Interesting. Maybe. You know, you know I think obviously they, he would have, he couldn't have known, you know, day two or whatever, whenever it was that they made their final two. He couldn't have known then that Big D wouldn't be as strong of a competitor or like win competitions like he wound up not winning. Mm-hmm. That I don't think would have been as clear to see, but I think he felt he feels more strongly about it now, knowing that that means he's going to have the edge out on him. Right. That's fair. I think Sarah, Sarah Beth would depend on who wins the final yeah. tournament. Yeah. So the the way it's looking, maybe regardless if it is Oz and Big D, Oz might take it. Yeah. Huh. Sadly, it just for for our purposes, I don't think the person, the people we thought were, would win. I don't think we're going to get them as final two. I don't think there's a way. Oh, yeah, no, that, it's, that's that's not going to happen. Which I just I would have loved that symmetry for us. <laughs> um, just to add that extra little pressure on finale night, but it's cool. Uh, we are where we are. And for us to make those predictions based off of very little information. Literally not even a video. <laughs> we said we said bios only. And somehow, look at us. Some way. Our magic. <laughs> Our power. And you know, and I honestly think, and granted, if you're listening to this episode, I don't think you need any more buy-in on us right now. But you know. um that honestly speaks to the level of super fans that we are, that we can like pick out people based on nothing and be like them. <laughs> I, maybe, maybe we should do this more often because you know what? Well, I remember was our, our first season. I completely dropped the ball with my picks. I can't even remember who my picks were. My, my picks so our our first season was uh, season twenty one, mm-hmm. with Jackson and Holly and Nicole and all them. Oh right. Oh, Let, let's let's rough stuff. I will remind the people that 
two of my final, my original final three were the first two to be out the house. Yes. <laughs> and then I had Miss Manifestation. <laughs> I do remember believing so this is why it hurt so bad I remember believing so strongly in David and being upset that he was like first one out Mm -hmm. and then to have that (laughs) for him to have the opportunity to come back and do nothing with it on that all-star season we, we're not going there. We we're were not. sold the dream, and it's fine. <laughs> what was that, Nelly? It was only just a dream? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe we should just never do a video ever again. And only base it on bios? And only base it on bios. And yeah. see if, if luck strikes twice. Because <laughs> at that point, it won't be luck. It'll be skill. Uh, <laughs> and that's it. And that's it. So we will we will see. But until then, finale is right around the corner. And we can't wait to see how this mess turns out. Cause somehow with this final three, it's still gonna be a mess. And I can't wait to see how. It is. This this jury segment about to be lit. Yeah. Depending. I well, well set well yeah, oh well, I said segment, but in my head I meant the questioning, but also the segment. Yes, where Doctor Will presumably will come back, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, my okay. <laughs> Obviously, I want Xavier to win. Picked him from like before day day zero. Picked him, uh, but. I really want to see what the, and we will get to see from a trio standpoint, like people making their cases for each person. But yeah, I really want to know if it comes down to Big D and Aza, what those conversations look like and what those questions wind up being. Because mm-hmm. what what wins? <laughs> it, it is what it. You you know what else? So I'm pretty sure Big D is maybe like the second person ever to make it to the final three without winning anything. No. Like the, the second person ever. Like like let's say if if somehow if either uh Aza or Xavier win that final, then mm-hmm. he would be the second person to make it to finale night without winning anything. Well but like besides money, but Oh no, I forgot about the money. Yeah, Derek's not win- I mean, yeah, he's not winning. Yeah, he 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 won money even though he he tried to play a secret, but everyone knew that it was going to be him. It was him. Yeah. yeah. And he and he won money a couple of times. Did he? Yeah, there was another comp where he 
Um, I feel like there was another comp where he won money. Other than the Domino one? Yeah. I thought there was maybe something smaller than that afterwards. Not that I can remember. But yeah, you know, the only other person that I can recall right now to have made it to finale night without winning anything? Who? Dr. Will himself. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, I just looked it up. Um, <laughs> Don't spoil yourself. You, did you spoil yourself? No, no, no. Not spoilers, but I, I can confirm. Um, Big D is the first player since Dr. Will to make it to final three with no comp wins. There we go. Wow. So I'm going to let y'all deal with that how you feel. (laughs) But uh, other than that, did we do it? We did it. Wow. Some way. (laughs) Um, Vaughn, how can the people reach us? If you are so inclined to send us an email, feel free to in the two field, you're going to type in BB Brothers Alliance at gmail.com and let us know. And if writing an email feels too formal or too archaic, um, you can also do that on the socials. And Jamel, what would you do if you were to do such a thing? Boom. Go on Instagram, go on the search bar, type in the Brothers Alliance. Sorry, not brothers. And especially after this week, I think we're going to change it back to brothers because it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's too much right now. It's so, a hard R. Yeah, hard R. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad I was so quick to repeat that. <laughs> uh, but yes, go on Instagram, look up the Brothers Alliance, all one word, no periods, no dashes, no underscores. We're not feeling extra tonight because all the extra is in the house and it can stay that way. So And that works on a lot of different levels, so we're going to leave that right there. So until then, we will see y'all next time for the finale. See you there. All right. Bye. Stay black. <laughs>